Hi, my name is Tuha and I am the host of We Make It Work. In this podcast series, I'm chatting with fellow freelancers who work flexibly and make it work in hope that we help empower others to get started or keep going in their journey of flexible working. So I'm recording this a few days before the podcast is released and so far we've had just over 80 plays in total of all the episodes so it averages 30 plays an episode so I know I do have some listeners there hello Uh, what I'd really like to get more of though is engagement so you can engage with me by um, leaving me a review or um, emailing feedback or thoughts to podcast at digitalseamstress.co.uk or direct messaging me through Instagram uh, at wemakeitwork underscore. So because I only promote the podcast on LinkedIn and Instagram, I'm wondering if there are other channels there that my listeners would find it easier to engage with um, because I want to hear with the what topics you found interesting and or what topics or what kind of people you'd like to um, hear their stories really about so yeah so I can go and source them but I will take this opportunity to uh, read out a couple of reviews that I have got already. So this first one is from Peeping Mo. He says, gives an accurate portrayal of the struggles of going it alone as well as the huge rewards. If you're considering freelancing slash flexible working or already are, this podcast answers the multitude of questions you might have as well as discussing aspects you might not have considered. Thoroughly recommended, Antoa is such an in, charming co- host. Oh, I'm blushing. Thank you for that. But you've summed up the purpose of the podcast perfectly there. And then uh, some feedback from David. I loved episode three. So that's the one with Caroline, uh, who is a HR consultant in Australia. It's so reassuring to hear these stories, all the insecurities that people have and realise it's not just me. For example, I don't know why I did that voice. I don't know if that's what he sounds like. For example, the whole guilt thing of thinking about your career rather than the children and the guilt of leaving work when people are still working away. Also, the pressure of running your own business and feeling insecure about your blind spot and thinking everyone else has got it sussed. But listening to this, you realise the stuff you're good at is other people's blind spots and vice versa. Very well put. Thank you, David. And now, on to the podcast. And today I have Jess. Hi, Jess. Hi, Tuha. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. And how are you? Good, yes, good, thanks. It's very overcast where I am. What, yes, what same. about you up in North America? Same here. Same. Yeah. Cool. So um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Okay, so I have a background in scientific publishing and did that for years, um, lived abroad. And then after I had children and we moved to London, I realised that I wanted to do something different. Um, maybe more working with people. Um, and so I decided to start a company 
and we are called Rock Salt Consulting and we do sales and marketing for startups. And so I retrained in digital marketing and got out there and started networking <laughs> as hard as I could. <laughs> and that is one thing you're very good at doing. <laughs> Thanks. So, um, so with this company that you've set up, are you able to work quite flexibly then? Yes, it's 100% flexible working. So whether that means after school drop off and before school pick up, or whether that means that my partner does the pickups and drop offs and I go to our co-working space for 10 hours, that depends on what I need to get done. And yeah, whatever, whatever else we have coming in at the moment. <laughs> So oh, brilliant! Very flexible, yeah, um, but requires quite a military level of organisation. So, how long have you been working flexibly then? We have done about a year and a half now. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant! Um, so, in terms of, um, so what kind of things are you working on at the moment? So, at the moment, I have a big contract with a tech company down in Shoreditch which is very exciting. We're doing marketing campaigns for them. Uh, they have a very specific audience. They work in legal tech. Um, so we're really drilling down in the audience for them and how can we reach them um, like an, with a, a campaign for their new product. Okay. Um, okay, so one of the things I wanted to talk about is like is the networking side of things because that is one thing that strikes me as you're very good at so we met at the national freelancers day last year and actually we're going again this year aren't we yes so we are I have my ticket yeah brilliant so if anyone wants to say hello they can do um and then so well so I kind of like I don't like networking events so I kind of clung, clung on to you after you said oh hello <laughs> I realized you're friendly so I just followed you around but what struck me that day was how natural and how you were able to make connections with people and you got you just went up to not random people but you just went up to people and you managed to make a connection with them and what I'm really intrigued as to where that comes from, where that drive comes from and that whole networking, like what, what's, yeah. your, what's going on in your mind at that point? Okay, so it's a little bit that um, is a genuinely I really like people and I'm interested to find out their stories or where they're, where they've come from, you know, and so it's a comes from a genuine desire to talk to people and with a real question, which I think helps. But mm. also it's a little bit, like I felt exactly the same as you really worried walking into that big room um really nervous on my way there I didn't know anyone there I mean I knew that um the Hoxby Collective would have a stand there but I'd only just joined them so I was very new I didn't know anyone but what I was going through was quite a period of saying yes to things so I would just say yes without thinking too hard about it and then realize that most people are in the same boat as you and most people are really nice and yeah. friendly um, particularly freelancers because that's how you make connections you have to put yourself out there um, and so I was feeling the same as you um, it's like my old headmistress at school used to say you have to be the swan sailing on the water and you look so serene and calm on the top 
but you're paddling away like mad underneath. And that's something that stayed with me. So even if I looked like friendly and relaxed, I was feeling anxious inside. Yeah. Um, but I knew that I wanted to talk to people. Otherwise, what was the point in going? Um, and at the yeah. bottom of it yeah. all is just a genuine desire to find out people's stories, where they're from. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and it <laughs> definitely paid off in terms of, well, one, you met me, but two, um, but two, like you met one yeah. lady, didn't you? And you managed to get quite a bit of work out of her. Like, a... It wasn't my motivation, but it has been very handy. <laughs> Brilliant. And then I just remember there was, there was one, we were at um, one of these sessions and there was this girl, I can't remember what, like if she was talking about her mental health problems or her anxieties or something. And what I... Yeah, that was Lauren with her self, it was her self-confidence thing. Oh yeah, thing. and then, oh yes, that's it. And then what I I loved about that afterwards, you just went up to her and you was like, oh yes, everything's going to be all right. And I, I mean, I don't know exactly what you said to her, but it was just so lovely that um it must have been so reassuring for her for her she must she was so brave to even stick her hand up and just admit it well I thought yeah I admired her saying it because most people are thinking it Mm. you know everyone has if not all the time then certainly periods of anxiety and especially as a freelancer where you don't get much validation from your work and you don't get much steady work so it's kind of famine or feast so when it's a feast you're happy money's coming in you're working you're validated because you're getting work and that's good but then when you are going through the famine period you know you're anxious about your work you're not getting any feedback so you can't improve on anything you just keep trying the same things but that is not that good for your mental health either yeah Um, coming up against brick walls all the time um, so I thought she was really brave to say oh, something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I thought um, everyone's probably feeling the same. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. She probably thinks like it was just her, but no, yeah. it's very much yeah. everyone else. And yeah. like, I, I really like how you've described um, that sometimes periods of time is like a famine, and sometimes it is a feast. Um, I've never heard of it described like that but that's good but in the podcast I recorded yesterday um Caroline was talking about her the lean periods as it were yeah it's it's quite it's quite a nice way of describing it um another thing that um I'd like to talk about is when we had a catch-up recently you talked about uh like a mini mother's group at at the school and where you help other mums out and it's I found it super interesting and I'm all about empowering people and I thought oh this is spot on to talk about like could you tell everyone about uh what what you do at the school I I can so it's completely unofficial and it's not really it's not it wasn't started by me um I appear to be the default organiser because I'm the one that says, right, where are we meeting? Let's do this. Um, but it's it's definitely not kind of chaired by me or anything. But it just came from a, you know, when you drop your kids off and then you all go for a coffee and you have this time, but it's hard to do anything meaningful in it because you also have to go home and put some washing on and buy some chicken for dinner later. And there's all these tiny tasks that everyone has 
and it's hard to see past them to do anything meaningful or real in the world of work. Um, of course, you know, keeping a home is very meaningful and I totally support that. But what we wanted to do was kind of provide a, a feedback group. You know, I believe so much in feedback. If you are not getting feedback, you can't learn anything. So again, with job applications or, you know, freelancing, you're putting yourself out there. And most of the time you don't get any feedback, so you can't change anything. So this group was started probably by me a bit selfishly so I could get some feedback, but also so I could give feedback. And we just try and meet once a week, very informally. Um, anyone can come, you know, we, it's not exclusive or anything. And um, people do, there's a kind of core group of three or four of us. And then we have lots of people that drop in and out as they get jobs. There are success stories, move on, or people have other projects come in or they feel it's not right for them at this time. But what we really want to do is just provide that it's a supportive thing as well and a feedback group. Yeah, I think it's brilliant Like because one thing about the whole flexible working and freelancing side of things like not many people are aware of what options there are what the choices are and because it's not in your face it's quite it's hard to get your head around things so I get asked lots of questions about how I do it which is strange because I was asking those questions last year and hence why I wanted to do this podcast to share everybody's stories um but it, I think, I think by talking and creating those networks, it opens people's eyes up a bit, and um, and it could help if if there are mothers who are in quite senior roles in their companies to realise actually there's a workforce out there that you're completely missing out on. Yeah, absolutely. Companies are being inflexible. So um, no, I think I think it's good. It's like even if it's a con conversation starter or giving someone a little bit of a boost but like you said you've you've been able to benefit from it as well because you are getting that feedback and you're quite right um it's hard to get feedback uh when you're freelancing I think I think it's quite hard to get feedback anyway when you're working in a corporate company yeah because everyone's Um, busy then exactly but yeah but in some ways um it's there it's easier to find that feedback though if you wanted it whereas if you're freelancing I like for my for example I I rely on you um (laughs) I'm picking a lot like other freelancers so oh cool no I I think it's brilliant and I hope I hope it carries on or I I hope there's other stories out there as well of other people who who do it as well yeah definitely Um, I guess like um because you're involved in the Hoxby Collective, it might be good to have a quick chat about that and let people know what it is, because we're both associates of the Hoxby Collective, and I'm sure everybody would want to know more about it. Okay, so the Hoxby Collective, um, I came to the Hoxby Collective relatively early on in my freelancing career, which was really lucky because it's... um, it's a collective it's not a job agency or a jobs board in any way it's like um, a pool of freelance talent that 
can we can use to put together a crack team to fulfill briefs. So if you're a company that needs a website design, you might need a website designer, a copywriter, um, a photographer, a social media person, a you know brand tone of voice person. But you wouldn't need all these for six weeks solid. You might need the website designer for two weeks and then a tone of voice person for a couple of days and a marketing campaign some for one day a week for six months and then a social media person flexibly for the foreseeable future. And the Hoxby Collective will put together a team to be able to fill, fulfill this brief. And it's obviously cheaper than a like a brick and mortar agency because everybody works flexibly. And the Hoxby Collective, what they give these teams is trust, which is the most empowering thing that you can give anyone. So if someone says to you, I need you here at nine o'clock and if you're here at ten past nine, then you're late and you're not doing a good job. And, you know, even if you stay till ten o'clock at night, but the Hoxby Collective, they have this um, the way of working, the Hoxby model. So we all work on Slack, we all work on um, G Suite, and we use these tools to be accountable for what we're doing. And the Hoxby Collective have, has this feeling of trust. So they trust you to do the work, whether you do two hours a day over two weeks, or you do 10 hours in one day over a weekend, or however you work best. And it's proved really successful because everyone buys into this model mm. and is, you know, they're, they're their own advocates then because yeah. everyone's so amazed by this flexible working model and how much more productive you are. If you have to get it done and someone trusts you to get it done, you just get it done. Yeah. Um, and there's none of these kind of endless meetings where people talk about actioning things and nothing ever happens. It feels yeah. really proactive. And the feedback that you get from that, you know, having had a brief, fulfilling the brief and getting feedback from that is a really good cycle for mental health, for your confidence. And I think the Hoxby Collective are going to go to amazing places. Okay, so my favourite thing about the Hoxby Collective is that they have a sense of community, even if everyone works remotely. Um, they have regular meetups if you want to meet people in person, but there's also um, a Slack channel that's just for chat. There's a Slack channel for exercise, a Slack channel for parenting problems or successes. Um, and it makes me feel like I know some of the people even though I've never met them um, and kind of invest in the community which brings you know you're more likely to think about it and more likely to talk to people about it bring other people in again this um, this idea of advocacy is really strong within the community yeah and like I from joining last summer I think there's been people who've asked me about it like they've said oh I've kind of heard about it but I don't really know much about it and so I think people are starting to um like it's getting out there basically isn't it I, yeah well, I think it's so. growing at an exponential um, rate oh yeah and because of that they well I think they've always only done four application windows a year haven't they yes so there's only 
you've got a month four times a year to apply and I'm not sure I think when this podcast comes out I think the April application will be open yes you're end, right at the end of the month so that um yeah so all the um all the associates are interviewed um you have to fill in an application form anyway uh, before the interview you're interviewed over google hangouts um and then there's lots of um other things that like we have to be insured and things like that don't we and we have to sign ndas yes so and hence why there's that trust as well that's instilled right from the beginning yeah okay cool all right then well thank you so much jess um for your time no problem to her and uh, i've thoroughly enjoyed talking to you and I, i'm so glad that i met you and Aww, um, been an absolute support in the last few months it's been brilliant all right thank you yep, thank you bye After talking to Jess, I'm really interested in other groups and communities uh, which help empower others. So if you do run any groups or you know of any communities, I would love to hear about them. So you can email me at podcast at digitalseamstress.co.uk or direct message me on the Instagram handle at wemakeitwork underscore. If you want to reach out to Jess, I'm sure she'd love to hear from you. She can be reached at um, the Instagram handle at Rocksalt Consulting or their website rocksalt-consulting.com. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you have, please subscribe, review and share the podcast with friends, family, anyone you think who would be interested in the topics that we've been discussing. And then until next time, bye.